Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good evening, and welcome to the Couple Express Show for Wednesday, February 11, 2015. Sometimes I just get kind of like stuck at the date. We're in 2015 already. It seems like 2014 just came in and it's gone now. So I hope, I really hope that this month doesn't go by, or this year doesn't go by as fast as last. Well, I have to tell you, I have one of my favorite people on the show this evening, and that's Michelle LeBlanc. Michelle LeBlanc is an amazing woman. She has talents that she hasn't even shared with the rest of the world. And I particularly enjoy having her on the show because she is so in tune with herself, with her inner self. And she doesn't have a problem with sharing her knowledge on how we too can be just that. She does this particular thing that I, I really have come to respect enjoy and well make it as a, make it a part of my whole entire being and it's journaling and it has really changed my perspective on life and how I go about different things and I want to be able to have her share her technique her talent and opportunities in which you too can get involved in practicing this particular skill because it is a skill so please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Rochelle LeBlanc. Yay! <laughs> hey, lady. How are you? What an intro. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome so much. So how you been? I have been wonderful um, nice. and grateful. How about you? I've been good. I mean, I've had my ups and downs. I recently had a, a loss, a death in the family, and that I'm was... I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, in mind, but he had a long and rich life and very mm-hmm. interesting and well it's just he just had a very interesting and eventful life so you know mm-hmm. I am just grateful to have been part of that journey that's beautiful I know the feeling I lost my father in August so oh. it's um it's it's challenging but you really do um remember the good the good times, and I, I'm a firm believer in angels, so I know that my dad has tr- transitioned, and he's still a very big part of my life. It just looks a little different now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I guess he could do more for you now than he could before, because now I can see everything. Absolutely. That's what I say all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yes. I am so glad to have you back, because the last time I had you on the show, we we introduced the notion of journaling and you talked about it and you talked about the book you had out and we started to talk about me starting this whole practice and procedure. Uh Well, I have to tell you, as a birth, no, not a birthday gift, a Christmas gift from one of my neighbors, she gave me a journal. She goes, I I think you need to start using this. 
And I have to tell you, it was for um, it was a New Year journal, and I started doing it in January, and it has opened my eyes. Oh my goodness, on so many different levels on who I am <laughs> and who I think I am and mm-hmm. who I think I see I am. I'm right. like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and it has really made me look at how I interact, interact with other people, my thought process and how I get to my thought process. It really is a wonderful experience when it's used, you know, properly. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to, you know, share, you know, how you got into journaling, the different things that you do, because you are just such a, cre- you are so full of creativity, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I will say, it's so, I've been having this conversation an awful lot lately, and, you know, I, I welcome it, because every time I have it, it's a reminder of, you know, where I've been and where and how far I've come and how, how protected and loved I am, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I've been journaling all of my life, really. You know, I've, I got my first diary when I was five, you know, the kind with the little lock on it mm-hmm. that doesn't really lock. <laughs> there for decoration. So your parents can still go and read your journal if they really wanted to, that one of those. Um, but I think that journaling really became pivotal for me uh, during the time that I had experienced um depression, anxiety, and um, panic. And it really came alive in the sense that I was able to write, like I would pour myself out on the paper because that's in essence what you're doing, you know. Um, And then, but I was able to go back and it was amazing. I could witness my growth. I could witness, um, I was able from journaling to determine, you know, what triggered some of the anxiety. Um, Mm -hmm. After the whole, you know, process after me dealing, it was about two years that I was in this uh, space, um, I was able to go back and I had seen a plan for my life for a year. Like I had it literally written down. By, looked, by rereading, I was able to um, pull out a year plan for my life, which I executed and ended up moving, leaving my job and moving to New York after that year time was up. Um, it definitely shows growth, you know, mm-hmm. because – one thing we know for sure is we have lessons that will repeat themselves until we learn them. And a lot of times when we're able to communicate that and journal about it, honestly, right, um, Mm -hmm. it allows us to see our growth. Like you can have one situation that you dealt with one year and say in 2000, you may have had that same situation occur in 2003, totally different person. You're a totally different person three years later. Um, Your growth and experience enables you to see that, you know, to see that, same scenario and handle it completely different. And one of the best ways for us to witness that is through journaling. When you go back and read what you've written, you know, um, and acknowledge your growth, um, I think it's a beautiful thing. It is. And it's interesting because I was listening to um, Andy Stanley. I don't know if you know him. And he has, you know, the television um, church show, and it's called Your Move. And mm-hmm. he was going through this whole series, so he just finished a series. And he said one of the best ways that guarantees that you're going to act on it is to write it down. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's a couple of reasons for that, too. I think that when you write something down on, on paper, it becomes a little tangible. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's it's it's, a, it's in black and white. <laughs> you can't deny it. It's right there. And I think also something that happens, especially with us as a people, that there's a spiritual component to us writing. There's, there's, you know, when you look at some of the some of these books that, um, you know, like your Toni Morrison's and um, Alice Walker's, and some of the the lyrics that just, you know, the words that come out on these pages, um, you can, tr- I mean, it really transcends you. You get lost in it. Yeah. Um, and and I remember taking a um, Dr. Black. Uh, who is, he teaches a Ph.D. at Clark, and I remember in, in his class, um, he the man will make you fall in love with the written word. <laughs> but the the thing that I, I love the most about his teaching, especially to his Ph.D.s, is like, listen, when you what you put out of your mouth onto this paper holds you accountable. And especially if you're published, it's out there for the world to see. So we have to honor the written word. You know, mm-hmm. there's something in it to be honored and respected. And that's that's good to know. You know, and, you know, it's really interesting because I don't know. I don't know about you, but it seems to me that this particular Black History Month has been so explosive and mm. so much stuff is pouring out, so much information. And what I'm finding is there have been a lot of journals. I didn't know that we kept so much information stored on paper, some kind of written something that kind of gave you a, a chronicle of what life was like. For all this time, I'm thinking, you know, nobody wrote anything. But now I see that, you know, they journaled this information. This information was written down. If they couldn't write it, they had somebody else write it down for them. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just so important to our existence. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, of course. We um, again honor the 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 t- you know the stories that have been told over years and years. But there's something about that written word. I mean, you know, it's it's something that can be passed on and on and on, and and it continues to give the story life. You know, it breathes life life into stories and circumstances. Um, and journaling is more than just I'm going to sit down and write. You know, what I, what's on my heart. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can use your journal as a tool for growth and balance and clarity, you know, mm-hmm. so many different ways. Can you explain? Sure. Like, um, you know, um, one of my favorite things to do with my clients as a coach is gratitude journaling. Um, you know, because what happens is, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, like, the laws of the universe and laws of attraction and those types of things. So I think that um, – so we do a 21-day Gratitude journaling, right? So the last time I was on a radio show, this is just for your listeners. The last time I was on a radio show, the host, including the the host, myself, and the listeners, we all agreed to do a 21 day journaling exercise. So all that is basically is for the next 21 days, you wake up and at some point during the day, whether it's in the morning at night, you write down something that you're grateful for, and you do it for 21 days. It's very simple. But what happens in that space is you create positive change and energy in your life. You know, when you when you make a conscious effort to appreciate and honor the things that you're grateful for. I agree with you on that one. And yes, I did do the 21 days. Yay! <laughs> I did do the 21 days, and then there was also a gratitude, um, a five day gratitude. I think it was five days um, on Facebook. There was like a little challenge. And uh-huh. once you finished yours, 
then you were supposed to poke somebody else and they were to start theirs. And yeah. I, it was just an amazing thing to see all of this mm-hmm. this um outpouring of, of, of happiness and, and gratefulness as well mm-hmm. as you know, people just, just sharing and that was really cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Well, they say to do something for, you know, two months, three months, that's when it actually becomes a habit. So ideally, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the basis is that you do it for 21 days, but then you continue to do it because you see the benefits, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the benefits of it. Um, there's also a couple of other exercises that I love to do in journaling workshops um, that include, you know, writing, which is, a, I, you know, the balance. There's a balance piece where all of the different areas of your life are, like, cut into like a pie, you know. Um mm-hmm. it's a wheel, it's a balanced wheel. So it so you have your professional life, your romantic, financial, um, you know, spiritual, all that kind of stuff is broken up and then you and then you rate yourself. Um like you give yourself between a one and a seven, seven being the most balanced, one being the least balanced. And um and then you take, you know, starting off with the least balanced, there may be one or two things. But starting off with the one that you feel compelled to start with, you journal to it. And there's very specific questions that you say, for example, if it's finances, you know. Um, it's literally a conversation to your finances. The reason I have neglected you is because, and you answer it. It's not rhetorical. Um, my life would look like X, Y, and Z if I contributed more, you know, if I did more in this area. So we're actually filling in the blanks. And, again, talk about accountability. When you sit there and write on a piece of paper, the reason I have neglected my finances is because, and you had to write down all this stuff, you know, then it's like, whoa, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> okay. You know, or my life would look like blank, you know, once I recommit. And so what does that, you know, what is that bringing back into your life? What does, what are you repairing by making the commitment of, you know, paying a little bit closer attention to your finances? You know, or it could be the same thing about romance, or it could be the, you know that thing about your spiritual life, or or business, your business. Um, and again, that's just something that people can go back and reflect on and look at whenever they, you know, are not clear about why they're in the space that they're in. Okay, that is really really interesting. And now, for the beginner, where would you where would you start them? Give us like an outline of, of of one what they should start with. I mean, I, I, any notebook can do, but you know, I've seen so many, yeah. and I have to tell you, I've seen so many beautiful journals in the store, mm-hmm. especially in um, what is it, TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. they have some really yeah. cute ones. Oh, I love them. Mhm, I love them. You know, my last book is a journal, and the mm-hmm. reason that I wrote that is really for beginners because on each page is something positive that people can. Start, they, you know, it starts a, a process. So each day is each on each page is what we call the daily slice, right? <laughs> Something to get you started, so to speak, that you can reflect on and expand on with your journaling. So I would say um, for beginners, because sometimes people feel like they don't know what to write about. So I like journals or books that have you know positive affirmations in them. Like Louise Hay, you can find some of her journals do the same thing. Um, just each page has something positive that you can read and sit with and reflect on and then begin to write whatever comes to your heart. Oh, oh okay. 
Now, yeah, I would definitely say that's a great place for beginners to start. Okay, because I have a special pen that I use. It's a it's a process for me here. I have a special okay, pen okay. that I use that I have dedicated. That is my journaling pen, and I only use it for that. Oh, purpose. I love it. Okay. And the um the book that I use, that's the book that I'm gonna fill it up because it has, in addition to having the blank pages, it also has religious um scripture. And scripture in okay, it and yeah. everything, and each day I have to read the scripture, and then it asks me a question. You know, for example, yeah. one day it asked me, um, "Now that you know that I'm here for you, what is it you want me to take off of your plate, so to speak?" Mm-hmm. Right. So I have to just yeah. sit there and write, "What is it? You know, what's bothering me? Okay, X Y Z is bothering me, and and I really need to, you know, tell the truth." And that's the thing I find. Right. When you're journaling, nobody's watching. Tell the truth right. about yourself. It is a safe place that is like it is a it is definitely a safe place. And I think that you know we forget that we really show up in relationships to other people, right? And so we do that all day long. But it's important for us to be very honest, to have a place where we can be honest with ourselves, um, and have a safe place for that. And journaling mm-hmm. is is that it is a safe place. Um, and if you're concerned about someone reading your journal, um, you know, who cares, A, but B, if it's, you know, private, private, carry it with you, bring it with mm-hmm. you, you know. Um, I carry my journal with me because I write all, you know, sometimes I can write all day or, you know, um, especially like if I'm, you know, taking public transportation, which I haven't done in so long, but that's one of the things I miss about New York, Um is having the opportunity to just be still and zone out, you know, and just write, mm-hmm. write, 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 write. Um, the other good thing that it's good for is, like, if you meditate, a lot of people that meditate, a lot of things come up in your spirit or in your mind during meditation, and it's a great time afterwards to just write, you know, what you're feeling, you know, what comes to you. Yes, that's um, cool. But yeah, I, I definitely think that it's, you know, I call that the guided journalism you know, mm-hmm. just planting seeds and then responding in a way that feels authentic and real for you. That's a great way for beginners to start as well. Okay. Now, what was so difficult for me with this process? Because, you know, it's going to be a, a, an ongoing process for me because I feel it necessary, was opening up. And what I've come to understand and realize is that I was afraid to open up about my true self in the journal. So, therefore, Uh in my personal relationships, I have done the same and probably worse. Right. And I said, you know, I've got to change this and be more open and be more willing to share the real me, not the me that I think people want to see, but the real sincere person that's there. And this whole process and everyone, you know, that I've, been interacting with lately have they have definitely noticed the change. Awesome. That's uh you know, one of my favorite quotes is in order for us to have something we've never had or do mm-hmm. something we've never done, we have to be someone we've never been. And change is not always easy for people. You know. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that and once you're comfortable with your own words, you know what I mean? It's almost like some people that can't look at themselves in the mirror and say, I love you, they're uncomfortable with that. So sometimes journaling is a mirror for us, and it can also be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But once you get comfortable in that space, it helps you with your vulnerability in interacting with other people. It does open you up a little bit. And, um, 
you really do feel like you really do feel like you have a safe space, a safe, you know, authentic, authentic space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I mean, of course, people are going to see the difference. <laughs> Why wouldn't? Oh they? yes, yes, they are. They're like, um, you know, I recently had a conversation with someone, and I said, "You like the me now." <laughs> You really like me. I said, you like the me now. I said, because I like uh-huh. the me I am now. You like that person a lot. And Okay. They were like, huh? I said, you may not get it, but I get it. And that's all that matters is because the person that I was before was very reserved and very withdrawn. The person that I am uh-huh. now, although I'm not as, you know, outgoing as I could be, but I'm more comfortable with being out so to speak. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, what is has has there been anything that? And I think self journaling is also great for self discovery. So, what mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you've discovered about yourself through the process? Well, what I've discovered is that I am very sensitive to honestly to being a black woman. I'm sensitive to that. Okay. I I, I love being black, but it's just so difficult sometimes. And, you know, it, and it was always hard for me to express that because I guess the discomfort I was feeling, I was projecting that. Mm-hmm. And sure. I have come to a point where I'm like, it's cool. I'm cool. This is the, right. this is cool, you know, and everything. So right. Just be you. And don't try to put on the face that you think that you need to put on to be in this environment. And then when you come out of that environment and you go into this environment, you put on another face. Just be yourself across the board. And I guarantee you'll probably feel a lot less uptight. Right. I mean, again, learning about ourselves is invaluable. Mm -hmm. Because that is how we show up to, you know, that's how we know how we show up to the rest of the world. And that's invaluable, you know, because this, this, you know, I tell people that when I have these conversations, like once you know all of your stuff, mm-hmm. then it's okay if other people know too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if someone says something to you. You know what I mean? It doesn't affect you the same way. It's like it's like putting out the fire. It's like, you know, dousing the fire. If someone says something to you that you already know about yourself. So self-discovery is invaluable, and journaling is a great way for self-discovery. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have laughed out loud at myself, like the stuff I've written in my journal. It's just mm-hmm. over-the-top ridiculous. Like, I should have won an Academy Award. It's just stupid. <laughs> and I would, I, I would read that stuff and just crack them. Like, did I really write that? You know, it's, it's just being able to look at yourself and be okay with whatever it is that you see. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And that was the thing. Because of, of I've had to be in different kinds of environments at different times, and mm-hmm. when I, you know, sometimes I was like one of few, you know, there may have been mm-hmm. a handful of us, and there I was, and I was so busy trying to figure out what role I'm supposed to play instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, getting in and learning as much as I can and just growing as I go, and said, and I'm busy, oh, okay, they're probably going to expect me to say this, so I'm going to say that, blah, 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 blah. All yeah. these different things are rolling around in my head, and I'm like, oh, forget that. It's ridiculous. Let me just be me, 
Say what it is that I yeah. feel and what I believe and be true to me and leave it alone. And in doing that, and it took a long time, you know, and the fact that I started journaling, that I acknowledged that. I knew it, but I didn't acknowledge it. So now right. that I've acknowledged it, I am so comfortable with the person that I am, and I'm pretty cool. I'm like, whoa, yeah. girl, you're real cool. Yeah, you're like, I like you a little bit. I'm kind of shy. I'm a cool chick. I am a cool chick. And a lot of that stuff we project onto ourselves, like mm-hmm. the expectation to be something other than who you are. Yes. No one expects that of you. No, no. We do it to ourselves. Yes, indeed, yes. And let's see, the other thing that I learned while journaling is I really am into this this healthy stuff, and it could become an <laughs> obsession. <laughs> I'm mm. like, you know, I think about exercising all the time. I think about, you know, eating right, even though I know I have my, my vices, which is dark mm-hmm. chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Are those your favorite? Oh, my goodness. I can eat the whole bag. How about anything <laughs> chocolate is my favorite? How about that? <laughs> and I'm like, but I like that so much. But then again, I know that overconsumption is just as bad as not eating it at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, there's got to be a happy medium. But when it comes to chocolate, there is no happy medium. The word medium don't exist. Is maximum. No. <laughs> there, you want it when you want it. Yes. That's just what it is. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, you have, and me being so obsessed with this exercise thing, I find that I sabotage myself, so to speak. I'll go so hard sometimes that I injure myself. Now I have to sit out. I sit out. Right. And then I sit out. I can't do anything. So as soon as I'm better, I'm going hard again because of the time that I couldn't do anything. And I said, you know what? you got to relax that. It's about, it's about relax. balance. Yes. It's about and balance. Yes. And I said, this is this whole process has helped me understand. You don't have to go so hard at it, you know. You can just set the stage for longevity with consistency. Yeah. So those That's are the true. two things that I've learned. Those are the two important yeah. things that I've learned. And those are valuable things. I mean, those are really important things. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. The the last and final thing that I'll share, I live in my head too much. I need to live outside of it. Y'all do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, um, you know, journaling, again, uh, when I was dealing with panic and anxiety, which is really all, you know, a lot of that is living in your head, Mm -hmm. um, getting some of that out was was really um, instrumental for me. To just like it's almost like you laying it out and you want to look at it like what is this you know what I mean what is this <laughs> so um, yeah it was it was um, invaluable yeah so I was like, I was glad to mm-hmm. it's like you're saying physician heal thyself so that's basically what we're doing yeah I mean that's a part of it and that that balance that I speak of is a mind body and spirit balance so it's all of those things together that allow us to access that internal pharmacy that I'm always talking about. So, you know, like you said, you want to overdo it with the exercise, but it doesn't serve you because no. then now you have to sit out. You know what I mean? So it doesn't serve you for that. That that piece doesn't serve you. What serves you is to exercise in a way 
that makes sense for your body, that is healthy, um, and that makes you feel good. And if being excessive about it makes you feel good, that's another conversation. (laughs) Yes. You know, that's a Mm -hmm. different conversation. But there's room for everything that we need in a way that's harmonious um, so that we can uh, be our best selves um, and evolve, you know, as our best selves. Um, And, again, being honest about that space that you're in, like you said, how would you have known that you weren't um, obsessing about it had you not written about it? Now you know. Now Mm -hmm. you have a place to start from to say, okay, let me – let me think about this a little bit. And and now you're mindful when it happens. You can recognize it when it happens because you've, it's been brought to the front, to the forefront. Yes, yes. And, you know, the um, what I wanted you to kind of like, you know, get the listeners to understand is that it is so important that, you know, and rather the importance of getting it out of your mind, out of your head, because it starts to affect your body. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I took a class once. Um, there was a book, um, Quantum Healing, it's called by Deepak Chopra. And it, and this is in my nutritional therapy class, so this is something that they studied, and it's so much so that they have incorporated it into our lessons when dealing with patient, with clients and patients, understanding that people can think themselves sick. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, there have been studies that show you walk into the hospital with the flu or not feeling well, and, and for those that are hypochondriacs like myself, um, that I can't even watch the Discovery Health Channel because I will have every symptom for every disease <laughs> in any part of the world, whether I've been there or not, like, so people like myself, when we create these scenarios in our mind, it begins to manifest in our body. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news about that is the same works for the positive things that we manifest. So there have been people who supposedly were on their last leg, but because of the way they um, summoned healing mm-hmm. into their bodies, because of the mm-hmm. way they confirmed that they were healthy, they survived. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the molecular structure of your body when, it, you know, the same thing applies to, like, prayer and positive affirmations and meditation. All that stuff is very real. It's very real. So whatever whatever the process is, whether it's journaling, you know, uh, I think um, that's the other great piece about journaling is how you can create affirmations. Um, and I have people create affirmations in their journal all the time, something that they can write 10 times a day. Whatever mm-hmm. your affirmation is, you have to believe it because we have so many negative thoughts that we tell ourselves on a daily basis. Some of us, don't, we're not even aware of it. It's just stuff that it's, it's part of our core belief. It's part of the things that we were told for years and years that we didn't know how to reject. So it becomes a part of our definition. So there's a lot of negative self-talk that a lot of us have just as a habit, and then we don't even know it. But once you once that is brought to your attention, it is imperative that you immediately have something positive to counteract that, and that's where the affirmations come in. Okay, great. So that positive talk, that energy, that create, you know, that positive energy that you know, some people call it the power of intention, the power of, of attraction. 
um, whatever you want to call it, when you bring forth that energy, um, it, it starts to work in your life if you believe it, if you're, if you're present to the now and um, you invite the positive things into your life. Those affirmations are crucial. Mm-hmm. Now, because just like it took us forever to learn the negative stuff, sometimes mm-hmm. we have to force ourselves the positive stuff. But after a while, right, mm-hmm. with all of the tools that are available, your journal, your 21-day gratitude, your affirmation, all of those things create start to create um, a, a, a change in the way you think and speak. And words, I tell people all the time, are very powerful. We have to be careful in the things that we say about ourselves. Yes, yes, indeed. Just like today, I was having a conversation with this woman, and she was. we were talking about work. She goes, oh, I'm just trying to stay under the radar. And I'm like, hmm, you know what the universe hears? They just hear the word radar. So guess what? The radar <laughs> is coming for you. <laughs> she goes, right. you know what? You're probably right. And I say, yeah, because... I just want to stay under. They don't hear that. They just hear radar. And well, more intentionally, I mean, Mark. The other thing that they that that they hear is lack of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, so, so it's important that we keep even those jobs that we hate. Whatever it is, whatever that thing is, that's always you know a problem. It's important that we keep it a choice. Mm-hmm. It's always a choice because the minute that we make it a have to. Mm-hmm. The moment you have to do something, you take away your power to change it. Mm-hmm. So even if that, you, even at your work, and it's like, oh, I hate coming here every day. This job gets on my nerves. So, so guess what you're attracting? That like energy, mm-hmm. right? But imagine um, that the job, eh, it is what it is, but it feeds you, it pays your bills, keeps your lights on. And it's your choice because the reality is you really don't have to go there. You don't have to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you do have to eat. You don't have to. Eat. Huh? Well, you don't have to eat. I said, but you do have to eat if you want to survive. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a lot of different things you can do to make money. People make different choices about money every day. Mm-hmm. So, so the minute you make it a have to, like you're stuck, you get stuck. Mm-hmm. Always keep those things a choice. It's so, so important. So you're saying when you when well, you know, death and life, you know, are are, the, are in the power of the tongue. So you're saying that when we speak, when we when we speak, when we open our mouths, we should use our minds before we open our mouths, and be mindful of what we say because what we say we attract to ourselves. We do. Um. And we start to plant seeds. Our words are like seeds. We start to plant seeds, you know. Mm-hmm. We start to plant negative seeds or positive seeds. And, you know, work environments are a great place for to, for those examples, how someone may start talking about this person, they said something, and before you know it, everyone's on that shark treating frenzy in agreement. They know half the information, but that energy has infected the workplace. And then now you have this negative energy in the workplace, mm-hmm. you know, where it could be the opposite. It could be a positive thing, you know. Um, it's all about choice and language yeah. and intention. Yes, and I agree. And not only, you know, not only in the workplace, but uh, when I was younger, I was on a, um, an athletic team, and there were there was oh this, yeah, definitely there. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I didn't have definitely to go into detail. There. 
Oh my goodness. But but and, you notice how you notice how it affects how you work together. It will affect yes. you know, your team. Mm-hmm. The spirit of your team. Mhm. Yes, it did. And you know, it created a lot of a lot of dissension and mm-hmm. disgruntled people who really didn't wanna do what they were supposed to do and I eventually left because I'm not one that can handle myself in a negative environment all the time. Okay. I need a place mm-hmm. of peace and, and calmness. And I just left, and everyone was like, but you were so gifted and talented. Why did you leave? I'm like, I couldn't do it. It's just, I, I can't yeah. compete like that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's real. It's real um, having being in that space where um, – and people don't under, I don't think they I don't think people really understand the, uh, the the nature of words the power of words you know because we say stuff all the time I'm oh I'm so dumb oh this is crazy oh just like you know people always say dead you know oh I'm mm-hmm. dead why let's not speak let's not speak that or mm-hmm. you know just the little things that we that are that are not a big deal really in essence you know in theory they're not a big deal. And clearly, they're not a big deal. And but, it, just, but words are very powerful. Yes, and it's it seems as if it's such it's something that is so easily overlooked that we could easily fall into the trap of not minding what we say and finding ourselves in situations not knowing how we got there, but we put ourselves there by the words that we say. Yeah, yeah. We and we don't know how we get there. <laughs> We're not accountable mm-hmm. for it because we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now. Do you have any special projects that you have going on, ways that, the, you know, the listeners can get involved in some of the things that you're doing? Well, I am, you know, I'm a, I write um, for EBE Magazine, which is um, Evolving Beauty and Elegance. I have mm-hmm. my Daily Slice um, column there. And we are actually getting ready to launch a journaling series for the magazine. Um, and we'll be doing some some of that work on like Google Chat and some Twitter chats. And I'm also launching Soul Chat Radio where we'll be having a lot of these conversations about balance and wellness and life and, you know, all that's in between. So um, I'll keep you posted on that, and you can definitely share that with the listeners as well. Oh, great. That would be great for us to be able to participate in what's going on in your world. That would be excellent because I, I just find um, our conversation both, you know, live – and when we're, you know, speaking personally, just so enlightening for me because you really make me, you know, want to be better and want to do better. Aw. Yes. Well, I tell know. people all the time, I learn, every time I have these conversations, I, I'm the learner um, because, you know, it's one thing to, um, I share things that I've learned, you know, mm-hmm. some things I've learned textbooks, some things I've learned from experience. But but it's one thing to see it show up in the world with people. You know, that's when you know it really works. That's when that's when it becomes tangible, when it shows up and you see how people can utilize a skill set to achieve whatever, whatever it is they want to create in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started a um, coaching series. It's just four weeks, and it's like four – it's like one call a week for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it really is about um, utilizing, the, utilizing the journals to empower, mm-hmm. to empower yourself okay. and to find uh, clarity and balance. And I'm really excited about that as well. Okay, so how can people get involved in that? Because I'm sure there are some listeners out there that oh. would be really like that one-on-one oh, session. Absolutely. 
just shoot me an email, my name at gmail.com, Rachel. Actually, or you can, yeah, Rachel LeBlanc at gmail.com. Um, and that's R-A-Y-C-H-E-L-L-E-L-E-B-L-A-N-C at gmail.com. <laughs> and it's um for, it's just, it's really, you know, like I said, it's just a one-month call series. It's a call once a month. And um, and what I'll do is for the listeners of this show, mm-hmm. um, the, I'll make the call thirty dollars each. So it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it'll be one hundred and twenty dollars for a month. Okay. Yeah, which is you know kind of a kind of groovy. That is kind of groovy because I know it can be expensive. <laughs> yeah, coaching. <laughs> but you know, I think it's just there's something about having someone that you can talk to on a weekly basis. Where you they have your you have their undivided attention, mm-hmm. and I love being that person for my clients. I love partnering with them and just you know helping them understand that everything that they need they already have. Mm-hmm. Okay. They already have. That is cool. That's way cool. You know, it's like it's like having. But, but they have to mention Cocoa Express to okay. get it for the one for the yeah. Okay, and it's like having an accountability partner there because. It's one thing to say you're doing it, but it's another thing to have somebody check in on you and going, well, are you really doing it? <laughs> are you really doing it? And yeah. you'd be surprised. Some people, they say they want to do it, but they don't do the homework. They don't, you know, they don't. It's like, okay, well, really? Did you really want to do it or no? <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, because that's, that's where it comes, you know, the work comes from. The experience, the change comes from doing the work. Yes. Doing yes. the assignments, yeah. So we'll do yes. the balance. We do the balance wheel. We do the journaling to different parts of the balance wheel. And then there's two exercises that are really super powerful that I love, and I do them myself all the time. One is a higher self and one is an inner child. And that inner child is really powerful. And what is the inner child? What is that like? It's, channeling, it's, it's working with – it's working um, – connecting to your inner child because a lot of times the things that we deal with now have to do with our history. So there's still that little person in us that's stuck in whatever the issue was back then, and it's just kind of paying attention to it. Okay. Yeah, and addressing it, yeah. I get that. I get that. It's powerful. People come up with all kinds of stuff that they didn't even think about. I can see that. I'm like, see? Mm -hmm." (laughs) Mm-hmm. can see that. I really can. Now, yeah. okay, so people can contact you at RachelleLeBlanc at gmail.com, you know, mm-hmm. if they want your coaching sessions, and if they wanted to follow your well, if work. If they have any questions or anything, yeah, for any, I mean, questions for the book, um, the book is on Amazon.com. It's called Your Daily Slice Journal, mm-hmm. um, how, how to Celebrate Something About Your Life Every Day. And it's on Amazon.com or Amazon. You can just Google my name, myself, or the link. Or they can um, also on Facebook, the Cake Everyday page. I'm always posting the book on the page there, too. Oh, great. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Oh, and they can go to com, and both of my books are there. Oh, okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to find um, a- Yeah, give me a call. Go to Amazon, and then, I, you know, Amazon.com. That's probably the quickest way to get it. Okay. 
great. That's excellent. And I have to tell you that you had a listener who was really enjoying. They didn't want to say anything because I did ask, but they were really enjoying the, the conversation. So I think they picked up a lot of information and they might be getting in contact. Oh, that's with awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Well, whoever you are, listener, I'm sending you lots of love and light. And um, if you journal, <laughs> if you're journaling, keep at it. <laughs> okay, great, keep great, at great. It. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, of course, you know I'm going to have you back on the show because you, you are just you're part of the family. <laughs> oh, yes. And and uh, I'll let you know when I launch the Soul Chat because you'll definitely be on there as well. Okay, great. Excellent, excellent. And um, so I am, I guess I'll touch base with you and then we can have you come back on and I can tell you, I guess in a couple of months and tell you where I am because sure. I may be a whole different person in a couple of months. You, I, I promise you, you'll be a whole different person in a couple of months. <laughs> and I'll, and so we can have this conversation to see where this journey has taken me, and we can Absolutely. have some more discussion about journaling because I really, really think that it's something that's really important for for our peace of mind and development. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, I can't say enough about it, um, and it, it, it is such a great tool when it comes to getting back to balance um, mm-hmm. for us to get out of our own way and just, you know, whether we need to laugh at ourselves or cry at ourselves or be honest about our lack of integrity or character or to praise ourselves for the way we handle it. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's, it's just you being, having a safe place to be 100% honest and authentic with yourself. Like, that's really what it is at the end of the day. And and that alone that will that perpetuates you into other things as you witnessed, you know, mm-hmm. as has been your experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I said the fact that I shared, you know, me feeling awkward about being a black woman, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. that you know I I didn't realize it until I started journaling. I'm like, I really feel awkward because I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> right, and but you know what? There's some there's some work there for you because that's a you issue. Mhm. So, so there's some there's some some stuff to work through there in that space. Yeah. And yeah. you know, as I'm now realizing that, you know, just be you, what you you know, do what you like and be you. I've come to understand that a lot of it had to do with my perception of what I thought. You hear me? Perception of what I thought mm-hmm. was all mm-hmm. in my head. It's all in my and head. And guess where our perceptions come from? Those are our filters that we see live. Where do perceptions come from? Those are those old conversations we have, you know, that people have had with us over the years mm-hmm. that we don't know how to discard. They're just a part of who we are until we look at them and examine them and determine yeah. if they still serve us or not. You know what I mean? Yes. If they yes. don't, we can get rid of them. Yeah. And where do they reside? All in our head. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thank you. I am I am so grateful for you. Thank and I you. Thank you so much for joining us. And like I said, having having you on the show has definitely changed my life in, in ways that really positive and I, I am so appreciative of however the universe sent you to me. And that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> well I, I, I Listen, I talk about the show all the time. I really, um, really enjoy uh, talking with you. We have the great, we have the greatest conversations on air and off. You yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, um, yes, listeners, you guys keep listening because there's a lot, a lot more coming out of Coco. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank Coco you. Express. Yes, yes, yes. yes. 
All right, my love. Okay. We will talk soon, and thank you again, and we will have you back real soon, okay? And I'll be ready. You just let me know. You got it. Have a great night. All righty. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Everyone, that was the amazing Michelle LeBlanc. And like I told you, I enjoy having her on the show because we talk freely and openly about getting to be a better you. And that's so important because we're amazing people. We're amazing beings. And we need to be able to have the opportunity to express ourselves in any way and every way that we can because there's so much that we have to offer this world, and we need to take every opportunity to share all that we have with the world so that they can learn about us, we can learn about them, and everybody can grow in the process. And with that, I want to wish each and every one of you an amazing evening and a wonderful weekend. We will be back again on Saturday. And, well, I'm not exactly sure who I booked because I booked so many people because I'm just trying to give you as much as I can give you. And then I'm going to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm joking with you. But I try to give you as much as I can so that you will have enough information and valuable resources to refer to if you have questions or concerns or need to know about something. And these people have extended themselves and opened their doors to you. And if you have additional questions, you want to ask them or reach out to them, they let you know, you know, this is how you contact me. So, you know, take advantage of those opportunities because... They're there for you to help you grow and be better. On that note, I'm going to wish each and every one of you a wonderful evening. And I will talk to you soon. Be good to yourself. God bless. Good night. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.